Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on the toxicity of hatred or hate. And uh, we've really uh, gone through a list of, of you know ways to kind of get out of the hole of hatred or the patterns that develop from hatred. And some of those patterns, again, are subconscious, but some are intentional depending on what you're facing in your life right now or what you faced in the past that maybe has become a part of you and just the way that you function and think. Um, but if we aren't willing to pull out for just a second of our own skin and take a look inside um, from the outside and decide, hey, you know, is this helping me or is this hurting me? Is this making me healthy or is it making me sick? Is it, you know, is it affecting my, my personal life? Is it affecting my professional life? Um, you know, we've got to ask those tough questions. And um, I mean, I've, I'm thinking about somebody right now that uh, is near and dear to me. And um, you talk about a trap and a pattern that this person has gotten themselves into. It is literally tearing away every part of of their life in other words um they're in so much hate that they don't even realize they're so blinded by it right now that they think everybody else is wrong and they're the only ones right and and they're just absolutely lividly angry and filled with hate towards everybody that is even trying to help them they're burning bridges they're tearing away um you know a potential help of people that truly, truly care about them. Um, they're affecting the lives of, of those around them with tremendous amounts of stress from just being around them. And, you know, and it's all because they haven't made the decision yet. They haven't they haven't taken a good look at themselves to decide if, if hey, you know what, maybe there's a common denominator here or maybe it's me, you know. Um, and we have to do that. We really have to get honest about ourselves. And so um, take the next one on my list is take a step back. All right. Um, when you when you first of all take a step back and, and look in advance as to what you're doing yourself, so that you're prepared in the moment when it does come, because you will have moments that challenge you, that you're prepared because you've thought ahead of time how you're going to react. But then, when you get in the heat of the moment, um, realize that it's it's going to be hard to make wise decisions. So you you if you're not practiced, if you haven't you know, conditioned yourself for that, if you haven't grown the right neural networks yet, um, then take a break, okay? Pull back, go for a walk, take some time out, um, you know, get in a room alone or out of the room, go outside, um, practice meditation, do some breathing, just calm, find ways to calm yourself down. Now, I'm not talking about drugs and alcohol and all that kind of stuff. I know some people think that's the route to take, and, um, you know, if, if you're doing it just to drown your sorrows, that, that's not necessarily a good thing, okay? Um, nothing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with one drink, but, you know, the problem is when you're trying to drown out your sorrows, it's never just one drink. Um, and that can amplify the problem. It can turn it into, you know, uh, more anger, more more frustration, depending on who you are and how you manage, you know, those kinds of things. But, but really assess this in advance um, and give yourself time to relax. Once you've done that and you've lowered the cortisol in your body and, and out of your brain, um, you're able to think more clearly. You are now able to control that monster of elevated emotions that's no longer elevated. So now it's smaller 
and you're able to actually get a handle on it and take control of it in a more efficient manner. And um, this, of course, brings a better perspective, a fresh perspective to your thoughts and feelings. But when you're in that moment, oh boy, oh boy, I mean, all of us are prone to letting things spiral out of control very quickly, and especially if we are inflating the anger in the person we're speaking to, and we might be if we are you know, uh, delivering very angry responses, whether it be, you know, facial uh, expressions, tone of voice, uh, words spoken, uh, stance, uh, you know, a number of things it can, uh, you know, set off triggers in the person that you're speaking with. And <clears throat> that's something that you need to be aware of too, is, you know, whether or not you are uh, familiar with this person's triggers. And be careful, because if you're intentionally trying to set them off, because you feel it's going to get them back, it could backfire on you. So these are all things that, you know, we really need to begin to, to get more aware of and take control of if we want to see a change. Um, so I am hoping this is helping you. We are going to end a little bit early today, um, and that's okay. I want to I recommend my book, Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine. Also, encourage you to go back and listen to some of my other podcasts I've had on emotional intelligence as well as um, the the chemistry, neurochemistry of emotions. Um, that one is probably a year or two old, so you'd have to go back in the archives a little bit. But um, all of these are, are really provided for you to help you to not only assess yourself, but to, um, you know, uh, get the tools that you need to keep your life in control rather than out of control. Well, this is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. Wishing you an amazing day and encouraging you to come back tomorrow and join us again. Thank you for being with us today.